Hi folks and welcome along to a new episode of On The Streets. I'm your host, George G. So we're already not even a month into the new year and we've already heard that Fuji are discontinuing one of their films, the Pro 400H. And although I've never actually shot this film, it's not good to see another film emulsion going away. The reasons they're giving for discontinuing this film this time is that they're struggling to get the raw materials because it uses some sort of special material on a full flyer. And I'm not sure, I can't remember, but I think they gave a similar reason for why they were to discontinue Acros, which eventually they did bring back a couple of years later with a new formula and called it Acros 2. Now, all you can hope is that they're going to do something similar with this and actually bring the 400H back. But it's something we're just going to have to wait and see whether they do or not or whether, again, we're going to be without another colour film emulsion. Although there are rumours that Kodak are looking to bring back a couple of their older film colour stocks. So we just have to wait and see what's going to happen this year and whether that actually happens. I know for myself, getting hold of colour film um, from tail end of last year to even the beginning of this year seems to have been quite difficult. Most places seem to have been out of stock. Just a few days ago, I actually managed to pick up some Ultramax 400 from Analog Wonderland because they'd had a new shipment in. And I think um, in the last couple of days, they've also just had a new shipment of Colour Plus in which seems to be a favourite of everybody's to get that sort of 70s look. But yeah, it's not been a good start to the new year for what we're hearing from Fuji. But let's talk about some brighter things. I recently received um, two new zines from Matt Loves Cameras, and these were two competitions that he did last year. One was uh, Pan which was photographs taken with cheap pano cameras and the second one was sproptastic which were images taken with a sprocket rocket or a camera which would allow the sprockets to be seen so although I shot mine with my sprocket rocket some people did actually shoot with different types of cameras so some people shot it with their Ondus or Fuji 690s but as long as the sprockets were showing the images were entered into the competition you can hear the judging for this competition on Matt's podcast he doesn't actually number his podcast so you'll have to go and look for the episode that's called Sproctastic 2020 Judging which Matt judges with Roxanne Angles from the Negative Positive podcast. And I was lucky enough to have my picture actually picked as the best colour winner by Roxana. I think Matt might still have some of the zines still available. So if you're interested in seeing either the Pantastic or the Sproctastic zines, um, hit Matt up at his website and uh, yeah maybe you'll be able to pick up a copy you can also see the entries for the competition 
on Matt's website, which I will leave a link to in the show notes. I have to say that you know there was quite a lot of very, very good entries in there, but my absolute favourite was one from Ian Barnaby Nutt, which was, I think, taken on a Lomo spinner. So basically it gives you a 360-degree image, and uh, yeah, you want to check that out on Matt's blog, because like I say, it's, um, for me, it's a really, really good image. It seems as though people have enjoyed the last couple of episodes that I've done where I've had other people on um, to either interview or just chat with because the numbers for these have been quite high. And when I say high, I mean high in the number of people that I actually attract to listening to this podcast, which are, I think, fairly reasonable for what it is and what it's been doing over the last couple of years. I know many other podcasts are doing this type of thing, interviewing people, um, but it's something that I'd like to maybe do a little bit more of, and I'm hoping to get some more guests coming on. Although personally, I do find it a bit of a challenge actually interviewing people. Um, It's not something that I'm 100% comfortable with, but it is nice to chat with other people about their photography. So over the next few weeks, I'm going to start reaching out to people to see if they'd be interested in coming on the podcast and talking about their photography, the sort of stuff they get up to, and, you know, whether it be darkroom stuff, a particular photography technique that they're using, mainly stuff like that. So hopefully I will get some people that will be interested in coming on and I can add some different content to the podcast. Okay, I think that's it for this episode. I think it's been a shortish one, just giving you an update of what I'm hoping to do in the next year or so with it. And obviously, if you're listening to this, you know where to pick the podcast up from which I think has mainly been through the Apple podcast. But I have noticed recently that I seem to be getting quite a few followers from Spotify now, and it seems as though Spotify is actually starting to increase my numbers from there over what they were on Apple. So yeah, that seems to be the two main places the podcast can be found now. But obviously, most people are probably just catching it in their podcatchers. But if you do listen on Apple, it would be nice if you could go over and leave a quick review because it does help the podcast. And I can also be found on Instagram at On The Streets Podcast. And don't forget to check out the show notes for some of the items that have been mentioned in this show. There will be links there so you can go straight across to them. As usual, thanks for listening and bye for now.